Welcome to Frankly Speaking. With Mayor B. I'm Frank Pezzanate III. And I'm Meredith Broadbeck. And join us as we delve even deeper into our series, The Hills Have Size, where we revisit MTV's fake reality show, The Hills. Today we'll be discussing <laughs> Season 5, Episode 5, I've Always Had a Little Crush such bullshit and I was waiting to see what adjective you would fill in (laughs) (laughs) all right anything about the notes up top uh we get a little uh flashback to when Heidi ran into her ex-boyfriend Colby when she was in Crested Butte I have so much to say um they grace us again with Spencer saying I'm in a nightmare at the psychiatrist's (laughs) office which is a maze and then we get a little bit more um, foreshadowing of tension between Audrina, Jade, and Nabarotti. Yes. You mean Dr. Jordan um, Munchausen yes. or whatever her <laughs> name was? I've forgotten her last name already. Okay. We open the episode and the girls are arriving in Hawaii at the airport. And yep. Lauren is again wearing plaid. She's wearing a plaid flannel with shorts. She's just on a plaid kick. I'm trying to let it happen. And they go to Turtle Bay, which is... Well, but we're not talking about the most shocking thing, which made no sense to me, was I believe Stephanie goes, oh my gosh, it's so warm here. It's 40 degrees in LA. Oh, it was low. It was low. It's yeah. never 40 degrees in LA. Ever. Like, what are they talking about? I don't know. Somebody weigh in. Let us know. Um, and they're on their way to Turtle Bay. Yes. Which is the resort from Forgetting Sarah Marshall, apparently Modern Family, and... Uh, pretty much any time anyone films in Hawaii on Oahu, I think they are a turtle bay. Yeah. I think it's just the biggest place on Oahu, probably. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. Although I noticed the inside of the rooms on the hills, the rooms are not half as pretty as they are in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. That See, could be a movie thing, but I also think the resort went um, under renovation for a while, too. Well, but I also... If you could see the look of it, it's like a tower, and then there's like bungalowy parts, and yeah. I think the bungalowy parts might be timeshares. Yeah. And I think they were the bungalowy parts, and forgetting Sarah Marshall, they were probably in the actual hotel. I mean, again, it was probably movie set, but probably, probably based on the actual hotel itself. Yeah, I don't know. Worth maybe I'll investigate when I'm bored. Okay, so the boys are sitting outside Brody's cabana bungalow. Bungalow? Is that the term? We're going with bungalow. Sure. They're sitting outside Brody's bungalow, (laughs) and the girls sneak up on them. Well, before that happens, Brody's laying there, and he's like, man, I'm so relaxed. I'm so relaxed. And I feel like that's code for stoned out of my mind. Yeah. I also, like, I'm not here for this boys' trip. I don't care. When they keep saying, like, the boys need to get away, the boys need to get... I don't care about that. It's like what they were talking about on the Sexy Unique podcast with Jax trying to make Saturday nights for the boys happen. Yeah. <laughs> that was so funny. I also don't... Who says that? No one says that. Well, and it's just not my wheelhouse or my circle of friends to do that. Like, no. even when I was, like, in my 20s, I was never, like, boys trip, friends trip. I don't know. Like, I don't just... We would have the occasional ladies night or something, but not... I would not take off for five days in Hawaii with only the ladies. I mean, I could see it from because it was Hawaii and they're surfers, like because it was a surfer trip. Like but you that. call it a surfing trip then. Yeah. My husband goes to visit wineries without me. It's not a boys weekend. It's a... Although, I mean, I do have clients who their husbands do that. They'll like go to Vegas for the weekend for their... It's usually golf related though. I, I was going like. to say they're all golfing right <laughs> 
<laughs> Whatever. I'm just not here for it with Brody and his posse. So the girls sneak up on them and yell surprise. And then all of a sudden the girls say, we should take a shot. And then the boys are like, oh, it's okay that you're here then. And also, again, in the realm of this is not possible. We're supposed, <laughs> I mean, we're supposed to believe that the girls knew not only where they were staying, but Which managed to book rooms like right down the hall. And Turtle Bay is a huge resort. Like I've been there. It's really big. And to think that they could just know exactly where they were and stumble across them. Like that's completely nonsensical. Yes. And I also noticed that this was done in several shots because in the first yep. shot, Brody is drinking a Miller Lite bottle and in the next shot, he is drinking a Corona Light Pony bottle. Yes. Can't fool me, MTV. Nope. <laughs> Although I thought he had a different shirt on too, and it turns out he did not, but I was right about the beer. So then all of a sudden Doug is back, by the way, in case you missed him. I don't, I did not. And then they're all of a sudden on the beach. Well, we need to talk about Doug. Yes. Um, so... So there was a picture released, I guess it was around Christmas, right? Because it was like a family photo. I, it was between Christmas and New Year. I mean, Christmas and uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yes. yes. Of Doug with his sister, Casey. Uh-huh. And a bunch of her girlfriends, right? And Gretchen Rossi. And Gretchen Rossi, yes. Was one of them, one of them must have been Doug's girlfriend. I'm assuming. Although he's engaged to Allie Lutz. Maybe it's just his sister then. Yeah. Um... And they were all posed in front of a Christmas tree, I think, or in like a Christmas decorated lobby of someone's house or foyer or whatever. And all the ladies are wearing dresses and heels and pointing their toe. And Doug is also <laughs> sticking out his leg and pointing his toe. He sure is. And Doug is a little huskier than he used to be. That's the politest way I can think to say that. Oh, I thought he looked good. A lot of people thought he looked really old. Doug used to be a professional athlete, and clearly he's not anymore. There we go. Yeah. I found an even politer way to say it. Well, he's got to be, what, like 40 by now, right? No, he's like my age. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't realize he was that young. Yeah. I think he's like a year or two older than Lauren, and I'm a, I'm like six months older than Lauren, so... Oh, okay. Um, Yeah. But, so he was, like, recruited right out of college to be a, a baseball player, and then I don't think it ever happened for him, and he's slowly been in this riding the Orange County Coattails train. I don't know. Um, well, that's a very good time to discuss Brody's money. Oh, yes. That, you want to talk about I wanted about, to talk about yes, that. Yes, do it. So, I want to talk about, do we think, like, is he just blowing through David Foster's money? I mean, it's obviously not... Caitlin's money because I believe at this time period Caitlin was broke right because that was when Chris had just started getting her gigs doing public speaking and stuff and like getting her career back on track and making her money because when Bruce and Chris married he didn't have any money really yeah that's the whole thing is that like that's why the Kardashians are so pissed is that Chris is like I made you like you had nothing and then I became your manager and got you all these public speaking gigs to be a motivational speaker. And that's how he made his money back. Oh, I didn't know that. So, and Brody was kind of estranged from him. So any money that would have been around now on, on Caitlyn's end would have been Kardashian money. Okay. I well, believe. so this was 2009, right? We're in 2009? 
Oh, yes, it was only nine years ago. Okay, so by then Bruce had Kardashian, or Caitlyn had Kardashian money. But um, I don't think it was trickling and, down Brody's way. Well, and Brody's getting paid to be on the hills, at least by episode. Well, now, but even before the hills, Brody was still rolling like this and going to Hawaii and driving fancy cars. So do we think that David yeah. Foster is the one that's financing all of this? Let's see if he and Linda Thompson were still married at the time. I don't think so. I don't think so either. Because they, they just, that they got divorced right after Princess of Malibu. Yeah, they were not married that long. I don't but think. I'm saying, like, she was still getting alimony, she was still getting money. So do you think that she was funding Brody's lifestyle vis-a-vis -vis David Foster? Maybe. I also think Linda Thompson was a model, and I, I think Brody just comes for money. I think the family just had some. Oh, no. She didn't have money before she married Bruce. But I think she probably accumulated some when she was married to him and had kids, and then she married David Foster, and she must have just had some. I don't... Think... David Foster has a lot of money. No, no, no but I'm saying this. I think her money's from David Foster. I think oh. it's from alimony and a divorce settlement and... Maybe. I can also see Brody having independent money just from, like, producing credits and weird Los Angeles crap. But did he have weird Los Angeles crap before the hills? I don't know. I like, just, I don't think he did. Well, he had Princes of Malibu, so he was connected to some weird stuff. Well, right? that's when he was living off of David Foster money, because he was living at the house. I don't know. Because Princess of Malibu was filmed at David Foster's house. Right. Well, as far as Hills things go, with Brody's displays of money, MTV is paying for oh, the things we Oh, I, I get that. But, I mean, I also think this is a lifestyle they lived before the Hills. So, I think they were going to Vegas, they were going on trips... They were not working. They're going right. out every night. Like, I was just wondering where that money was coming from before the hills. Right. I don't know. And Brody wasn't DJing yet, either. That's a no, pretty recent yeah. development. Like, I, I believe most of his wealth from, that, from the hills on was hills-derived. So like, that... I mean, no one knew who he, he was. He and Linda married in 1991... David Foster? Yeah, they divorced in 2005, so 14 years. Yeah, that's all David Foster money then yeah. that he's blowing through. Yeah. yeah, okay. That's longer than I thought they were married, actually. Yeah, they were married for a while. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. But... Because it was Bruce she wasn't married to very long. Slash Caitlin. Yeah. I don't know. But the other thing, too, is that Brody could just be, like, a really good hanger-on, like... He came from enough privilege that he's just part of this posse. And after that article we read about Frankie and all these things that Frankie was apparently doing, he doesn't have a ton of money, but he's just oddly connected. So for all we know, they're staying for free at Turtle Bay from like Tuesday to Friday on some producer or club promoter's dime if they make an appearance at such and such. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, and I totally get that for now, but I'm saying before he was famous... Like, the Hills made him a recognized name so he could do club appearances, so he could get all this reality shows he's had since, and his radio show, and all that stuff. But I'm saying pre-Hills, before anyone knew who he was. Because Princess of Malibu didn't really make him famous. I mean, it wasn't watched that much. No, I think he's just like a Spencer. I think he's a kid of privilege who went to a nice high school, and he knows the right people. And then your mom marries David Foster. You're kind of a somebody. Yeah. David Foster is... He's, he's up there. Like, he's a oh, big deal. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's all David Foster related, I'm guessing. So, okay, we forgot, we digressed quite a bit. Yes, we did. So we're still in Hawaii, and they go to the beach. 
And Audrina is watching Brody surf, and we're supposed to think that she's like a dog in heat and has her tongue sticking out for him. But then the first thing she says is, if Justin were here, he'd be out there. Yep. True. Great. Oh, I didn't even hear her say that. I, yeah. thought, I thought Stephanie brought up Justin out of the blue for no reason. Nope. Audrina said it. All right, then I'm going to give her a little more credit because I was like, Stephanie, what the fuck? Like, yeah. I know you love Charles Trouble, but come on. And then somebody said, wait, are you checking out Brody? And the way they cut it, he's supposed to be like a decent distance away that she can see him. He's not. You have to be pretty far out to surf. And like, you're probably trying to find out which one is Brody, honestly. And they all look pretty good also. They're all shirtless and surfing. What's the matter with that? <laughs> Nothing. So then when Stephanie brings up Justin, Audrina says, well, he text messaged me this morning. <clears throat> and she said, you guys are unbelievable. And Audrina said, it's just a love-hate relationship. No, because she's an idiot. She said, it's hate a hate and love relationship. <laughs> yeah, so and I'm hate. like, Audrina, really? I wrote it how she said it. And <laughs> I, I corrected her. And she said, I can't keep waiting. For what? For what? I'm so tired of talking about Justin and Audrina. And why did Justin ever give her that ring and a whole load of false hope? I don't I understand. I do not know. MTV must have given him like a huge raise for that. or Like they must have given him a bonus if they, they like dared him to do it, right? I would love to, if we could find a way to, well I guess it's just the producers. Is who we'd have to find to find out how they orchestrated all of this. But you'll be you'll know a little bit more after you read your books. Oh, I will. I'm telling you, it feels like homework. I've been given <laughs> a very important assignment. So then we are in LA and we are at the Barnes and Noble at the Grove. Remember bookstores, guys? Um, R.I.P. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and Heidi and Spencer are just shopping for books. Sure. That's how far Heidi and Spencer have sunk. That they're, they're shopping, shopping for, for books. self-help books, I believe. And yeah. spirituality books. And there is some foreshadowing for what's going to happen later because Heidi is wearing one of the largest crucifix necklaces, well, cross necklaces I've ever seen. Yeah. So Heidi says, I have something to tell you that I've been meaning to tell you or something like that. She's forgotten to tell him, yeah. basically. That Colby, her ex-boyfriend, is in town. Her mother just told her. And she thought that they should go to dinner with him. Did we ever find out why they're in town? Do they no. say why? Also interesting, she refers to only Colby in this conversation. She said, I think we should have dinner with him. My mother told me he's in town. And the whole time we met Colby back in Crested Butte, we never heard anything about his girlfriend. But then later when they show up, all of a sudden, Colby is a party of two. Well, no. We, not in Crested Butte, but w at one point, when Heidi came back from Crested Butte, when she and Spencer are fighting about Colby, she says he has a girlfriend. Okay. But in this conversation, she says, I think it would be good for you to meet a nice, normal guy. No, no, no. I, I, you, you are 100% correct. Yeah. But I'm saying we did know he had a girlfriend. Okay. It just not, not in this episode, but we... Episodes prior, okay, she was mentioned. Yeah. I find it interesting that she doesn't tell Spencer the girlfriend's going to be there, because that's very different. Um, well, if she did that, then there would be no conflict. I know. And then we wouldn't have a show. And I hate this plot, too. So then Spencer is obviously hesitant and doesn't really want to go to dinner. And <laughs> Spencer hangs on to a phrase every episode. In this episode, it's Bible college. 
Yeah. Um, and there actually is a very strong religious college, and I think Donald Trump gave their commencement speech. I think it's Liberty University or something like that. I wonder if that's where Colby went. Um, there's a bunch of them, but right. that's one. But that's one of the bigger ones. And he says later that he was raised Southern Baptist, and I think Liberty is in the South somewhere. Well, I we can talk about that now, but I had issue with that because isn't he from Colorado? Yeah. But we'll get to that, too. So then... Heidi says, what are you getting so upset about? It's not like we're having dinner with Stacy, the bartender. Burn. <laughs> Although that would be more fun because she would just take shots and then you wouldn't have dinner. <laughs> so then we go back to Hawaii and <laughs> they're all sitting in the hot tub. And Brody is in... And which, by the way, where did this fucking hot tub come from? Because when they're out sitting in the chairs, I didn't see a hot tub. Did you see a hot tub anywhere to be found? No, I did not. They can't decide if they're in a timeshare at the resort, and it's very confusing. And they're all in a hot tub, and Brody looks at Audrina and says, I want to know what's going on with this bathing suit. She's wearing a monokini, which, when they first came out, they are a little jarring. They're a little weird, right? Like, they look like a bikini, except that they have, like, a racing stripe down the front. Yes. And she said... She's all coy and says, like, what? It's a one piece. Like, it's all tasteful or something, even though it's, like, held together with dental floss. And he said, well, that's the sexiest one piece I've ever seen. Well, he also said it was very revealing. Yes. And then someone else said it's a one piece. One of the other girls. Stephanie, I think. Yeah. Because Stephanie is shipping this relationship <laughs> really hard. And then he says, it's the sexiest one piece I've ever seen. Which is actually kind of cute. Yeah. Except that everyone's watching and it's a little lecherous as well. So then they all look at the sunset. Oh, God. And they count it down like it's New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. Five, four, three, two, one. And then MTV shows us the sunset. Yeah. In time lapse, sped up. Yeah. So it looks like they're, like, controlling the tides and, like, making the sun go away. Like, you could actually physically watch the sun go down. Yeah. <laughs> and who counts down this sunset? No one? Oh. I think you're just like, oh, well, that's pretty. I think it would be amazing if it happened like that. If you could count it down, this sun would just instantly disappear. I think it's more like a, oh, that's pretty. Oh, wow, you can't see it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> so, then we go back. Oh, the other note about that I have about this hot tub situation Audrina's boob cavern in the monokini. Oh, I wasn't even looking. Oh my god. She is number two after Tori Spelling. I'm sorry. And I... She's always denied the fact that she has breast augmentation. So I will stand with Audrina and let's just say, sure, she doesn't have breast augmentation. Then what is that? Well, I think if you Does have... Does she have, like, a concave bone in her chest? It's possible. Or okay. she could also just have... I mean, if you have giant tits and you're crack skinny, that can happen. Just the weight of them, like, pulling. Yeah. I mean, it can happen to real boobs, just like it can happen to fake boobs. And so, she is very skinny. Yeah, she is. And Tori Spelling looks like she could hold a bottle of wine in hers. Yeah. I would say Audrina could hold a bottled beer. Yeah. But it is... It's jarring. And it's... This monokini is very low, so it's basically, like, that's all I could see out of the top of her bathing suit. I did not notice. Yeah. I'm sorry that that's a note. I don't mean to body shame because I'm just jealous of Audrina's body, but it's there. Had to be discussed. Then we are back in LA and we are at 14, 
Which Heidi helped open. Okay, you know? and I have a, so much to say about this. Number one, I thought Spencer wasn't allowed on SBE properties. Me too. Is that is, was that not the very conversation we had with Sam Bazarian with Heidi if he took her back that Spencer was not allowed on any SVE properties? I don't know. And here they are having dinner. Yes, yeah. in an SVE property. Also, I didn't know the fourteen was even a restaurant. I thought it was a nightclub. Well, it's a restaurant nightclub. Okay. Well, it was presented as a nightclub, and now it apparently has a chef's name attached to it on the title card. Well, but all of this, like Tao, is like that. Um, Laveau is like that. They're all. It's all restaurants. That become like crazy clubs at night. I have a different and more dignified of restaurant in this house. You have what? I have a different and more dignified definition of restaurant in this house. Okay, that's a restaurant to me. I'm just saying, mine is better. My husband owns a restaurant, you guys, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> and it's not attached to a nightclub, so that's all I'm, I said more dignified and I stand by it. So, Spencer asks Heidi, He's obsessed with the fact that Colby is most likely a virgin, which, okay, that's, at Spencer's 25, I guess that is weird, but Heidi's... Well, and it's something, it's, the stupid part about it is he latched onto it without even knowing if it was fact yet, like, yeah. before even meeting him. He's like, I'm just going to assume that he's a virgin, like, because he's super religious and he must be a virgin, 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 virgin. But also, Heidi is two years younger than Spencer, right? Or one year? Two, I think you're right, it's two, I think. So Colby and her went to high school together. A 23-year-old version is older than average, but it's not un, like, unheard of. But we don't know they were in the same grade. He could have been a senior when she was a sophomore. True. I mean, kids in high school don't usually date people the same age, so... Just saying. Yeah. But he's obsessed with it. So then, as they're sitting there, Spencer says, you know, I would be really mad about this, except for the fact that I think he's a virgin and you two probably only went to first base. Um, How about the fact that they dated like 10 years ago? Uh, also, he is not realizing that depending on your religious affiliation, um, a lot of those teenagers uh, who are in that sect and wear the like purity rings and all that stuff. They do other things. Everything but. Yeah. Butt stuff, whatever. Like it's just yeah. no vaginal, penal penetration. Anything else is fair game. They let it soak. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I can't believe I just said that. But, so, but the weird thing is, is that Spencer's not throwing out jabs about Jordan, who was her boyfriend very early and very close to Spencer, but we're hearing about her boyfriend from when she was like 16 years old. That's a waste of time. Yeah. And I'm tired of him pretending it's an issue. It's not. And by the way, when they show up, he should be thrilled that she's with a girlfriend. Yeah. And he's, that doesn't even put him at ease. Yeah. And Spencer's wearing a white blazer, and he looks like Don Johnson. And Heidi looks like Daryl Hannah in Splash. Um, both of what you're saying, like, those are bad things, and they're amazing <laughs> things. I'm just saying, they're sharing the 80s in common this I'm, evening. I'm here for it. Heidi loves that big mermaid hair, though. She does. It looks good on her. To this day, she does. I know, but... Doesn't I'm look just... good on her anymore. Right. It did here. But Spencer, I don't hate a white blazer. I think I kind of hate it over a really dark black shirt, though, because it's just a little too contrasting. Well, but the other thing about it is that, not to play serial mom devil's advocate, but it's allegedly winter, so he shouldn't be wearing white anyway. Yeah, it was 40 degrees, apparently. Yeah. Except so. that these were filmed eight months apart, and whatever. So then... Colby shows up with his girlfriend, who we've now just figured out is on the trip with Colby. Her name's Ashley. 
And she is savage. <laughs> she is. But the sad thing is, is that she's so innocent, she doesn't know she's savage. Correct. Which made it better. It was really good. And... Because it came from a complete place of honesty and, like, yeah. not to be a bitch. She was just She was honest. just, like, that naive. Yeah. She looked at Heidi and said, you look so different now. I've seen pictures from Colby's mom and you look like a different person. <laughs> She does. And the way they edited it, they made it extra super uncomfortable because it's just shots of Heidi, like, saying absolutely nothing. Yeah. Whereas I'm sure Heidi, like, laughed and probably said something. And Heidi probably said, like, oh, well, when you live in L.A. as long as me, hee hee, like... Well, and Heidi also is not someone who we've seen is shy about her plastic surgery. Exactly. So she would have been like, oh, yeah, I got my chin done and I got my nose done and, like, I got my boobs done. Do you want to go see Dr. John? Yeah. Yeah. Of course she would. She was on the cover of Us Weekly, like, every time she did anything to her face. So, then Spencer says, if there's one thing you do tonight, you should both try Patron Platinum. Which, by the way, I didn't see Spencer and Heidi drinking either. Well, Heidi asks if they want a cocktail, and then Spencer says the Patron Platinum thing. Right, but I don't see any cocktails on the table at the time they say that. Well, but I think they were saying that to be like, do you want a cocktail? Well, I'll order cocktails. I'm just saying. And then... Colby and Ashley order water. Yeah. And Spencer immediately assumes they don't drink, which sometimes people just order water, but then they both admit they don't drink. <laughs> so Because it I'm not all gonna... leads to no good. Is she said, she said, I don't think anything good comes from comes it. Comes from it, yes. And as someone who drinks, I actually wholeheartedly agree. <laughs> 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 like, to me at this age, it is nothing but debauchery, extra calories, pounds I don't want, and poor decisions. I'll, everything I drink is, like, delicious, but do I need it? Never. Sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm agreeing with Ashley, the Bible toner. <laughs> so then they talk about how what hotel they're staying at, and Spencer says, nice room. I think he even... Does Spencer say big bed? Because he's being really creepy. They say they're staying at the Orlando, and Spencer says, oh, is it, is it nice? Does it have a nice room? And they say yes. And he said, does he say big bed? I thought he say big room. I don't know. And that's know. when they say two rooms. Yeah, I don't know. He says something creepy, and they say no, two rooms. Yeah. I don't know that he asked about the bed. I may have I think he might have just said, is it a nice big room? And yeah. they said, actually, we got two rooms. And yeah. he was like, what? Yeah. So then... He says, so wait, when you get home tonight, you're just going to, like, hug and then go to your rooms. And they say yes. And that's fine and good. If people want to do that, that's fine. But my problem with this whole plot is that I think Colby and Ashley are full of shit. Because we'll get into some details later. But this was the first clue. Ashley says, I think it's important to save some stuff for marriage. I get what she's saying, but I think anyone who was a really devout Bible follower at that age, who apparently went to Bible college, would have a much more comfortable way of saying that. And they would say, I think some sacred acts are meant for marriage. You know, they would have a line that was just easier to say. They wouldn't say some stuff. Not necessarily. Um, Only because... I stand by it. People that are in that world tend to, especially from their small town, surround themselves only with others who are in that world and agree with them. So they may not be as well versed discussing it with other people because it's never come up for them. 
I mean, if everyone is your life, you go to a private school and you live in a small town where everyone has your beliefs, everyone thinks they're a virgin, everyone knows you're supposed to, like, you don't have to explain it to everyone because it's the norm. I don't disagree. But then they lose me later at the Bible stuff, so I stand by it. Um, well, he loses me during the workout. Yeah. But I thought that they were <laughs> definitely trying to play up their wholesome image, because did you see what they were eating? Were they eating pot pie? They sure were! <laughs> <laughs> because I think I was jealous of it. They were eating individual pot pies, yes, which is like the most like small town thing you can order at a fancy restaurant, I would say. I want an individual pot pie right now. I know, that'd be so good, right? Um, so then after she says some stuff is meant for marriage, Heidi calls Spencer Hugh Hefner Jr. And Colby says, well, God forgives, right? And he was raised Southern Baptist. Yes, which I want to know how that happens in Colorado. I think one of his parents was probably Southern Baptist and raised him that way. There are some very strong religious parts of Colorado. Oh, I believe that. But I would think that they would consider themselves more Pentecostal or non-denominational as opposed to saying Southern Baptist. Or possibly Mormon because it's so or close Mormon, to Utah. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this was where I raised the question in my notes anyway. I, I kept myself from yelling it out loud. Why did Heidi ever date Colby? What do you mean? If he's been a Southern Baptist Bible toter his whole life, what did our little fun-loving, rowdy, wannabe-a-Hollywood-star Heidi see in him? Oh, I think she was religious in high school. Really? Yeah. Then what led her... Why did she go to fashion school, and why did she, like, start wearing bikinis and kissing Kristen Cavallari at the age of 18? Um... Because I think that she is someone that adapts to whatever situation she's put herself in. And I would be willing to bet that at her little rinky-dink Crested Butte High School that the religious kids were probably the popular kids. And that's how she fit in. Plus, she sticks with her religious stuff to this day. She's always quoting Bible verses and stuff on her snaps and instas. and So weird. I didn't see a single church in Crested Butte. Now I'm going to have to Google it. And that's the thing. There's probably one. So, and or, or they drove to that like slightly bigger town where the airport is and they went to church every Sunday. Maybe it's possible. But I mean, with churchy people like that, they're in the church itself are all the same dynamics you'd find in a high school with kids that I mean, like there's a yeah, popular church kids true. and I bet it carries over. So I could see her just being like, you know, uh, this is what I believe and that's, I'm the popular kids. That's how I fit in. And that's what we talk about. And it does kind of make sense why she got married so young and why she says weird shit. Like I always wanted to marry a guy like my daddy. Yeah. It's true. Just saying. It was a valid question to raise. So then Spencer out of nowhere says, Colby, you know what I think we should do tomorrow? We should go boxing. Yeah. Okay. And he said, I can tell you have some aggression to get out. Meaning like sexual frustration, which yep. is really funny actually. <laughs> so I don't know how he knows Colby knows how to box, but whatever. Well, I thought he said like we should hit the gym together boxing or... Karate or whatever the fuck he said. I don't know. Muay Thai or uh, Krav or whatever. <laughs> I thought he was into jiu-jitsu. Well, he is, but he didn't say it, which is the weird thing. Which I know. is what I... Brazilian jiu-jitsu is his thing. But, by the way, did you guys see the pic from his... Um, it was from... I think it was someone screen grabbed it from his snap. He is buff as fuck right now. Um, I did see it. He looks good as shit. I, you know that I'm going to throw up if I say it. I can't say it. He looks good. I 
Yeah. I know, right? Still not into the really creepy... Welcome to the jungle, baby! No. I'm still not into the really creepy facial hair, but, like, his body... Yes, yes. Oh, and I was dying because I mentioned like this, too. One of my Facebook friends from 100 million... Actually, my drug dealer from 100 million years ago, um, <laughs> who's a, also a drag queen... Um, who does not, is not into reality TV at all, posted a picture of Spencer's hummingbird hat, like a video that had gone viral, not realizing who Spencer Pratt was, and was just like, look at this guy, he's amazing with his hummingbird feeder hat, it's said, like, I just went off about it, I was like, oh, if you only knew. Welcome to 2017. Mm-hmm. So then we go back to Hawaii, and the girls are talking about whether or not Brody is mad at them for showing up in Hawaii. And no, then, what they, which I didn't get. They were like, oh, I think Brody's mad. I think Brody's mad. I'm like, excuse me? Like, you guys spent all night hanging out with him and laughing and joking and yeah. like, what? Also, you're already here. What are you going to do about it now? And why wasn't... Like, do we think that was supposed to be, a, like, a beeline plot point that they gave up? Yes. Like, there's some footage somewhere of Brody being pissed that we just didn't get to see? Yes. And then Lauren says, why would he be going to dinner with us if he was mad at us? I've gone out to dinner with people I'm mad at before. Sure. Uh, <laughs> Just blowing a hole in Lauren's theory there. So then Stephanie grabs the ends of her hair and just says, that's true. He has hair stuff for me. <laughs> and his name is Frank and he's here to rescue that horrible weave of yours. It's disgusting. Her hair is disgusting. But at least later on when she had it like blown out and pulled back, it looks okay. Like, usually she's got that crimped ramen noodle mess on her head. It constantly looks like a mugshot. Well, and I, I thought it'd be worse because Hawaii is humid. So I thought, for, I was like, oh, we're in for a treat. But it wasn't as bad as usual. I mean, it was bad, but it wasn't as bad as you <gasps> could have been. Speaking of mugshots, can we talk about our Christmas gift from the Real Housewives of New York? Oh, about Lulabell? Yes. I just text messaged my friend of her mugshot and said, Merry Christmas. Um, but I can't, but like, I'm bummed now that she's gone to rehab and it's going to be like her whole storyline is going to be sober Lou, which is like boring. I don't know. We may have gotten some post Tom like Palm Springs though. Well, they're allegedly filming now. That's what someone said. Yeah. No, I, I, I think we caught some of Lou on the way down. Um, I don't know. The whole thing was amazing. I liked the, every new tidbit that comes out about it. I like more. Me too. My favorite part is that she escaped her handcuffs. Um, I think my favorite part is that there was another woman in the room who ran and hid. <laughs> Frank, what were you doing in Palm Springs? <laughs> okay, so then the girls are in the bathroom in Hawaii, and Audrina and Stephanie are, anyway, because Audrina had the hair stuff. And Stephanie is piling on her blue eyeliner, just on her underwater line, guys, and not on the top one. So then Audrina says about Brody... There's always been an attraction. Bullshit. Since when? I want to know. I, since when? Um, I'm going to go with since forever because it's Brody. And how could you not be attracted to him? I understand that. But Audrina also, she likes like dirty rocker types. And Brody's kind of on his way, but not really. And every, ever since she's known him, he's been dating someone else in her circle. But that doesn't mean she wasn't hot for him. Just saying. We haven't seen it. And he fits in her vibe because he's got this skater surfer dude thing going. Yeah. And that gels with her. Like, that's Adrena adjacent. 
He's more a Corey than a Justin to me, but yes. For sure, but still in the... I, yes, yeah. a thousand percent more Corey. That, like, he's very Corey, but, like, she married Corey, so... Yeah. Okay. I mean, I get being attracted to Brody, obviously. Although, in this episode, he rode some ringing my bell, but he does normally. So, then, Stephanie says, are you gonna hook up with Brody? Somebody mentions Jade. I don't I think who. she does. Yeah. Audrina is like, no, she's got Jade. Yeah. And then Stephanie does her evil whisper that I remember was on the season credits and says, maybe you should do it to get Justin back. <laughs> and I just heard Stephanie is team cheating all the way. Like, I don't understand. And like, she's I, an evil Disney character all of a sudden. And we'll talk about it more a little bit later, but I don't get that. Like everyone has been pushing for this hookup. And then it happens, and everyone freaks out. Like, it's the weirdest thing. And they all kind of slut-shamed her, by the way. Yeah. But after encouraging her to do it, my other question, who is doing Audrina's makeup? Because they deserve a raise. I know, it looks good. She looks really good. She looks beautiful. She's toned it down in the exact way she needed to. Yeah, she looks really good. I know. I'm here for it. So then we go to the Spectrum Gym back in L.A., Spectrum Fitness Club. Sorry. I knew I, I just wrote down Spectrum and then I felt the rest <laughs> of my own. And Spencer says, yeah, that's what I would do. <laughs> MMA or Delta Force, meaning like his career. If he wasn't on the hills, he would be an MMA fighter or in Delta Force, which pretty sure is intense military following directions and honoring the people around you. And I'm not sure Spencer does any of those things. Although I do feel like Spencer, after hearing this, um, that Spencer does pattern his behavior on this show after the guy in the war movie who's like simmering and always about to pop and become insane. Like a character from Full Metal Jacket or... Oh, like yeah. Like he's the guy, like the one who's going to snap. Yeah. Like I feel like Spencer's like predicated his entire persona Yes. On that. Later that makes in, sense. Later in season five, he does that with the, like, with that kid's birthday party, and he, Spencer's, like, in the trees, and, like, yeah. No, but I could literally see him, like, if his drill sergeant was yelling at him, being like, sir, yes, sir, and, like, you know, like, later he's gonna, like, stab the entire unit. <laughs> <laughs> so then Spencer asks Colby basically how he deals with being a virgin. He's really obsessed with this. He's just never come across it. Which is kind of interesting, too, because I feel like L.A. actually, ha like, and parts of Southern California are very religious, too. Not in his probably, like, upper privileged circle of people, but, like, it's No, still, I mean, you're right. I mean, Orange County, but it's a very much a, like, I think it's more surfacey. Like, we're going to be religious and just follow the rules we choose to follow. Yeah. Like, we're gonna, oh, sex before marriage, we'll look the other way. You know, we're still gonna drink. You know what I mean? Like, they... True. But, it's I mean, still the Kardashians like, go to church every Sunday, for Christ's sake. Right. That's true. It's more selective, is what you're saying. Yes. <laughs> that makes sense. But it's still kind of funny that Spencer's actually, like, he's never heard the word virgin before. And he asks Colby how he deals with it, and Colby says, a lot of prayer, a lot of time with God. Yikes. And Spencer says he can't imagine that. Like, he's just bowled over. How much sex are Spencer and Heidi having? A lot. They still do. That's what they say. 
I believe that. Okay. What is, what does that even mean? What's a lot? Um, I would guess pre-baby or now. I don't know. I mean, Spencer's bod is looking good. Good good on Heidi, but... I mean, I'm sure it's a lot less now that they've had the kid. Because you're just exhausted and there's only so much time in the day and whatever. And her vagina's wrecked. No, it should be fixed by now. That baby's called Munzel. I think it takes longer than that. No, it's fine. Um, <laughs> vaginas bounce back quick. Because um, you, you have one and you know? Um, I have 8 million clients that love to tell me about I'm, their that's vaginas when babies come out of them. Um, she, uh, but I believe bef- pre-baby that they were, I would guess four to five times a week. That's a lot. <laughs> well, what else do they have to do? That's true. They actually, I was going to like, they don't have jobs and they don't yeah. go anywhere. Never mind. And I think at one point she had said, and I can't remember on what platform or where that they had sex like every day. Okay. All right. So then Spencer says, it occurred to me when Heidi and I dropped you off last night that if there was a massive earthquake, you and Ashley could die virgins. What do you think about that? And Colby said, like, I would just take care of it in heaven. And Spencer says, oh, you're going to have sex in heaven? And Colby says, well, everything is perfect in heaven, so... So now Spencer thinks of heaven like a massive orgy (laughs) full of playmates, probably. And... Oh, yeah. And Spencer says, are there a lot of you? <laughs> He's really never heard of this, like, type of person. Which no. is kind of, like, read a book, watch a documentary. <laughs> they're out there. And then they start talking about how they're going to Bible study. And Spencer says, I want you to point out the verse in the Bible that says you can't have sex before marriage. And Colby says, I don't know it, but we can find it. Any... Any Bible college kid who is trying to adhere to the Bible and stay a virgin would know. For sure. They, this whole thing is going down in flames. I don't think... I bet Colby's not even a Bible toter. Well, here's why I think Colby came straight from central casting. Okay. And it was during this scene at the gym... Yeah. ...that ruined it for me. Did you happen to notice what Colby was wearing? No. Colby's workout shirt was Lululemon. Okay. Um, I'm was, sorry. It was sleeveless, right? No, no, it had sleeves. It was a white sleeved, but it had the Lululemon okay. thing on the back. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, but if you are a Bible-thumping Southern Baptist from a small town, yeah. you do not have a Lululemon workout top. Nope. In well, fact, you would have a DEFCON 7 level stroke before you would spend 80 to to $100 on a workout top. There also are only, I don't mean to offend anyone when I say this, but of controversial Bible verses that come up in conversation. There are the ones about homosexuality. There are the ones about sex before. Yes. And there, yes, see, you just said that off the top of your head. And he can't name even the chapter where it talks about sex before marriage. Bullshit. And no one thought to tell him that before filming. I don't buy that. I really don't. What was your other clue? Oh, just the Lululemon top. Just the... Yeah. (laughs) Just the Lululemon top. No, no, there's... I mean, that's somebody who would spend $5 at a Kohl's or... You know what I mean? Like, he's not... There's no way. No way. Yeah. I mean, he would drop over dead before he spent that much money on a workout shirt. Yeah. 
So then we go back to Hawaii. And I guess we're at dinner. And Audrina and Brody are sitting next to each other. And Audrina announces to everybody that she's always had a little crush. Episode title. And somebody says, get a room. What I don't understand about what's happening at this dinner table is that they're implying that Audrina and Brody are really heavily flirting or like they're going to get it on. Everyone is sober. This is not like a sloppy, hot mess night out. They're sitting and having dinner. I thought they were drinking though. They were, but like they're implying like they're draping themselves all over each other. They're not. They're sitting next to each other at a dinner table. Well, but I mean, they are in Hawaii and theoretically they should have been drinking all day and blah, blah, blah. I'm just saying, they were not draped all over one another. No, and I mean, and the whole thing that's stupid about this entire ordeal in Hawaii is that the guys are all like, Brody, go bang Audrina. And the girls are all like, Audrina, go bang Brody. And then when they do, quote unquote, flirt, everyone goes, oh, ooh, oh, oh, and makes a big deal about it. And when something finally happens, they all fucking freak out. Like, yeah. oh my God, I didn't see this coming. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Like, that's all we've been talking about is you two should bang. And then it happens. And then everyone's mortified. Yeah. And it's the second time we saw it. And I say this as someone who grows to like the look of Taylor in later seasons that we won't be watching together. But Taylor's not an unattractive guy. Sleazy T. Sleazy T. His name is Sleazy T. Sleazy T. Did you see his tattoo? The cross one? The collection of crosses. I liked it. You did. Yeah. Well, that almost proves my point then. <laughs> <laughs> I I have a friend who has a cross tattoo, and it's lovely. Something about the odd, random placement of a collection of crosses on his inner wrist was a lot. But it was one here, one here, one here, one here. It was like in a diamond shape. I don't even think there was an even number. I thought it was four. I don't think so. Because it looked like they were all, like, coming down. Although it fits the theme of this episode, doesn't it? It really does, Maybe yeah. That's, that's probably why they kept it in the footage. <laughs> so then we go to Shay Ambiel. We sure do. And Frank had to explain to me what a Bible holder was. Yes, because Meredith apparently is a heathen. I'm 1,000% a heathen. I've never read the Bible. I've never owned one. And I didn't know what that was. Yeah. So it looks like a leather trapper keeper. That holds mm-hmm. a Bible. Yep. And Heidi and Spencer clearly got a top of the line one. And they have a jar of highlighters out on their coffee table. Mm-hmm. Like, they're really going to learn a lot of stuff. That's what you do at Bible study. You highlight the Bible. Yeah. And you write stuff in the margins. Have you been to a Bible study? Oh, like 400 million of them, yeah. Really? Okay. I grew up super religious. That's oh. why all of this under makes sense to me. Oh, I didn't know that at all. Oh, yeah. I went to, the middle school that I went to was a Messianic Jewish middle school where we had chapel every day and like dancing and singing chapel, like dancing in a circle. (laughs) Okay, got it. Uh, And then Colby's girlfriend doesn't know the word fornication. No. Which is further proof that they are full of shit. She says fornification. Yeah. And Colby corrects her, and he says, I think it's fornication, right? (laughs) And they weirdly did not have fancy Bible covers. They also had no chemistry. I realize virgins often don't, but when you're dating someone, like, 
I don't know. They would know each other a little bit better than it looked like they did. Um, I bought it. That part. I mean, they're central casting, but like they they seemed like awkward religious virgins to me. Yeah. Well, it's bullshit. And then Spencer checks his phone in front of everybody. And Ashley says, imagine what a wonderful world this would be if everybody got along and everybody listened. And Spencer says, it would be imaginary. <laughs> <laughs> so we go back to Hawaii. And it's a different night because everyone has different clothes on. They're implying that it's the same night. And I guess it doesn't matter. And somebody puts a lay around Audrina's neck and then they make the lay joke. Like, Audrina got laid. Uh-huh. And then Audrina walks away and all the boys tease Brody about Audrina. Brody says she's hot, which they all hoot and holler at, which is an undeniable fact. Audrina's hot. It's not news. We've all known that for a long time. Yep. And then he said, you want to know who's hot? My girlfriend. Audrina and I are friends. Okay, Brody. Then stick to it, my friend. And they're all barbecuing. By the way, which is kind of odd considering they keep advertising this hotel, but they're clearly in a timeshare. Yeah, it just doesn't... They have coolers out and, like, a charcoal grill. Yeah, I mean, and, it like... looks exactly like my parents' timeshare in Hawaii. Like, yeah. that's it, the same. Yeah, I don't know why they're advertising Turtle Bay at all. So then Audrina goes inside someone's room and takes a phone call while sitting on the bed. Well, you forgot my favorite part, is that someone at this event is also wearing combat boots at the beach again. Yes. One of them, I think it might have been Doug, was wearing combat boots and, like, bathing suit shorts and a shirt in front of the grill. Board shorts? Board shorts, yes. Yeah. So then Audrina gets up to take a phone call in the bedroom, and Brody follows her. And they're sitting on the bed just awkwardly staring at each other, and then Brody says, which I wrote down verbatim, I mean, if we decide late night, one night, no one around, I mean, feelings are feelings. Um, I just <laughs> paraphrase it and I put, Brody said, we can fuck on the down low. <laughs> feelings are feelings. Yeah. <laughs> Also... The nobody around part was my favorite. Yeah, it's so insulting. Yeah. Also, who isn't around right now when you're apparently flirting and trying to get into her pants? You're on a trip with everyone you know. Yep. Ugh. So good. <laughs> so then, it's the next morning, and Lauren and Lo are just being bitches in the living room of their hotel room. And they're talking about how Audrina slept in Brody's room. And Lauren actually defends Audrina for a second and says, Lo, don't speculate. And Lo said, well, I'm totally speculating. She just owns it. And then they wake up Stephanie because they know that Stephanie knows. And Stephanie says, I don't know. I just know she slept at Brody's. Now, how do they all know she slept at Brody's? I don't know. Because it didn't happen. I mean, she could have slept with anyone in all of Hawaii. Sleazy T. Sleazy T. Um, <laughs> Doug. I mean, Ugh. some rando at the resort. And also... Sleazy T over Doug any day. How... Should they be concerned she didn't come home? Yeah. Like, she could be drowned. Yes. Dead. Yes. Wasn't this after Natalie Holloway in Aruba, by the way? 
Oh, yeah, it was way after. Yeah. You would be concerned if your friend did not come home from somewhere. I would. I mean, because that is a conscious choice. If Stephanie knew it had to be Adrian, like, Adrian, I'm going back to you. Do you want to come? No, I'm just going to stay here at Brody's. Like, that's, I mean, huh? Yeah. I don't know. So then we go back to L.A. briefly. And Heidi and Spencer are at Primo Bistro. And they're talking about how Colby and Ashley have left town. And Spencer says that Heidi is a genius, but I forget why. Oh, you're a genius because you brought this guy out here so I could see, like, the kind of guy you should be with. So oh, now, yes. I, I, in my notes, I just wrote, Spencer is now Colby. Because yes. he was just like, I'm going to be just like Colby. Because I, like, took you away from your small town ways. Yes. Yeah. He's just being a psycho. Yeah. And then Heidi said, I thought it would be useful for you to meet someone with good values. And he said, if I had that guy's values, you'd be so damn bored within a week. Yeah. Which is true. Which is true. Yeah. Heidi did not get on the Spencer bandwagon for that. She wanted to be famous and have sex a lot and watch him do jujitsu. But see, and that's the other reason, like, you know how you were saying, like, with Heidi and how she would how her religiousness translates to her Hollywood lifestyle. Every aspect of her life is the way that, I mean, she's subservient to her man. It's true. She like lets Spencer make all the decisions. Like that is so that kind of Southern Baptist mindset. Yeah. And it is very real housewives of orange County that like the sex and plastic surgery and all that stuff. Like yeah. that, that part is, I mean, look, Vicky's supposed to be super religious. Well, she's... I was thinking of, um, Alexis Bellino. Yeah, or Tamara. Yeah. Or, I mean, because Vicky that's not married. You know she's fucking Steve Lodge, but she considers herself a hardcore Christian. Well, but she's already a mother of children. That's like a gray area, but yes. No, with real Southern Baptists, it's not a gray area at all. You're mm -hmm. going straight to fucking hell. Like, even people who've been, first of all, divorce, not a cool thing with them, period. But if you do get divorced, it doesn't matter. Even the next guy you date, you're still only supposed to hold hands with them until you get married. Ugh. I didn't know that. Yeah. So see, Orange County, like the, the Christian, is a whole different ball of wax than Southern Baptist stuff. That's kind of what Heidi is, then. I can't believe you didn't know I grew up like that. No. My mother had me exercised. Like, hired an exorcist. Frank, I find out new things about you every day, clearly. I can't believe... I, I thought for sure you knew that. No. Yeah. Not at all. And we're going to talk about that more when we're done with this episode, because we're almost done. <laughs> so, then we go back to Hawaii. And... All the guys call Brody the Broadster now, and I hate it. Uh, Spencer used to call him that. I know, but I hate it. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, it's not good like Sleazy T. Yeah, Sleazy T sounds funny. Yeah. And actually, did you hear someone say that earlier? No. Yeah, it's like in the, it's not in the main audio, it's kind of in the side audio, and they're like, yo, Sleazy T, you want one? So It's pretty good. See, I need it to be, I need to hear it, because so far we've just seen it in the header. We... We'll pull it. I'll play it. For on the, on the yeah. name plate. Yeah. So then Doug is grilling Brody about Audrina. And I hate Doug. Doug is actually even more chauvinist than Brody, and that's a very hard title to achieve. I 100% I agree with that. He's a horrible human being. Yeah. He's a troll. He is. He said, oh, what were you guys just frolicking? Fuck off, Doug. Oh, speaking of Doug, you know who else is supposed to be super religious? Gretchen. Oh, yeah. I believe that. And she's boning. She and Slade aren't married. Oh, all the kids on Laguna Beach, Diana will back me up on this, season three, all of them were into, like, crosses and religion and, like, but in that weird Orange County way. Yep. 
they were also all about underage drinking and underage sex and all that kind of stuff, but they just really liked crosses. Yeah. Um, so then Brody admits, like, guys, like, don't make this a big deal. Like, I cheated on my girlfriend. And they all start clapping. Yeah. And, and that's what I mean. Like, the girls are shocked that Arjuna didn't come home. The boys are now clapping. But then do a 180 and are like, oh, what about Jade? And then Doug, after clapping, says, I'd put that down like a sick dog. That is fucking disgusting. It is disgusting. Like... What? Because Audrina has a hot body and you're not interested in anything she has to say. All of a sudden she's your dream woman. You know who Doug kind of reminds me of? An asshole? Frank from Vanderpump Rules. Yes! <gasps> Great They're call. cut from the same cloth. Oh my god, they're probably friends. Probably. Ugh. I feel dirty, but I'm proud of you for making that connection. Yeah, so gross. <laughs> <laughs> and then Frankie, little shitbag, says, well, all girls are evil. Oh, because Brody says that Audrina won't tell the girls they hooked up. Um, my note about that is, I cheated on my girlfriend, no one say anything. Oh, oops, there's a camera in front of me. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, no one tell Jane. No one tell Jane. Wait, bring the boom mic over here. Yeah, and then Frankie says girls are evil. You want to know why they're evil? Because you're a little shit. I was distracted because I own Frankie's sunglasses. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> I got them at Barney's Co-op. That's because they're fancy. <laughs> so then we go back to the girls' bungalow, and they want to know what happened. And Audrina's playing coy, obviously, because the whole thing is fake. But, oh no, Audrina's not up yet. They're speculating, and they all admit that they really want to know what happened. And Stephanie asks Lauren and Lo, will you tell Jade? And Lauren says, that's not our place to tell her anything. Which is totally true. They're friends with Brody, not Jade. They don't yeah. care about her. And even if they think it happened, they're not friends with Jade. They don't owe her anything. I don't think it's their place at all. So then it comes out that Audrina did stay with Brody. And in his room. And the girls are like, what? But there's only one bed in there. You can stay in a king-size bed with someone and be eight feet away from them. Yeah. Like, also, you can sleep in the same bed as someone of the opposite sex and not have sex. And also, if you are so tired that you can't make it down the hall to your room. Yeah. Like, you're just falling asleep. <laughs> yeah, you weren't exactly... You a, passed out. You were not a panther in the sack. No. Yeah. I mean, because if they really wanted to do this and do something and get away with it, she would have come home. They would have fucked and she would have left his room and come back to their room. Yeah, she would have done a walk of shame and, like, abandoned ship. Yeah. Yeah. So then they say, the girls say, well, this is going to be World War Three, And Audrina, all of a sudden getting too big for her britches and turning into a bitch out of nowhere, says, let her start a war. Whatever. Excuse me? Well, and this was the other thing that I had a problem with, like, this whole scene and I've said this 15 times during the course of this episode, but what the fuck, girls? You've been pushing for this the whole time, and now it's happened, and now you're appalled, and now you don't know what to do about it, and now what about Jade? And now, like you said, all of a sudden, Audrina wants to start a war with this girl she doesn't even know whose boyfriend she allegedly just fucked? Yeah. Like, what, what do you, war? Like, you don't get to, huh? Yeah, also, why do you suddenly have a vendetta against Jade? Yeah. Like, Jade, if 
if someone cheated on you that way, you wouldn't be mad at the girl too? It was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I mean, yeah. you don't get to be righteously indignant about fucking someone's boyfriend. No. Let her start a war? What the fuck? You banged her boyfriend. Like, you started a war, and you're a shitty person for doing it. Yeah. The whole thing is fake. Yeah. <laughs> I, I appreciate... Well, now, do you think that this was, like, Jade was in on it and was part of her plan to get her name out there and become a little famous? Yes. Because she was doing the Playboy circuit during this time, right? She was already a playmate. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's how Bernie met. Like Because I think they of, met at the mansion, right? Yeah, a lot of Bernie's girlfriends, he went to a Playboy party and just met. Yeah. That's how he met that girl, Cora, too, I think. Yeah. Um, But I also... I think it was just a pre-arranged thing that... Like, okay, we're gonna have this plot where Audrina apparently hooks up with Brody on a vacation that you're not gonna go on, and then you and Audrina are gonna have this feud. And Jade... From what we know of Jade with her tattoos and her Jägermeister shots and all that kind of stuff, she was totally down. Yeah. And she actually does a pretty good job. Yeah, she does. She brings it in a way some other people on the show aren't doing. And they're at least trying, because Lauren isn't doing a damn thing. Heidi and Spencer are going to Bible study, and, like, they need someone to bring in some sass. So I think Audrina was kind of like, sure, I'll step up my game and pretend I slept with Brody. Why not? Yeah. I didn't dislike it. I just didn't believe it at the time. I wish that someone would have, like, I wish at the 10th anniversary that they had had a really true, like, behind the actor studio sit down with all of them and the producers and release all these secrets. Or they should have done little reveals. You know, just like five things we didn't know. Yeah. That would have been so good. Maybe the 20th. <laughs> Which you would now be watching together on my couch. <laughs> um, so, so, scenes from next is, um, of course, we get the Audrina Jade Brody fight. Um, and then we also get Heidi versus Stacy. So, the theme of next week's episode is cheating and breakups. Scorned lovers. Scorned lovers, yes. Yes. Um, well, now we are, what, two weeks into 2018 when this yeah. is released? Yeah. So, um, I hope you're all having a wonderful 2018. Our 2018 will be starting in an hour and 45 minutes. So, <laughs> um, great. And we will see you guys hopefully next week. <sighs> and that's our episode. And you can find the podcast on social media, Instagram and Twitter, at B. And if you have any comments or questions, you can email us at franklymareb at gmail.com. You can find me personally on Instagram and Twitter at Nana's Mink. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Hey It's Mare B. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate it. We'd love it if you could go to iTunes and give us a star rating and review and please subscribe. Until next time. <laughs>